Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be, to God be the glory, we are live. It is the It's Real Radio Talk Show. Uh, Kenya, are you hearing an echo? I'm not, baby. Not at all. You're not, okay, because I'm hearing an echo. Okay, fine. And I came off a speaker. Right, no, I understand. I just was hearing an echo in my phone, so maybe it's just my phone. So, amen. Well, hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Um, How are you today, my beautiful co-host? I am awesome, and I'm giving God praise today just for me being able to see the sun shining and being able to get up another day. That's a true blessing. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, it is. I am well. I am well. We have a a pretty laid-back show today. It's just going to be you and I and any of our listeners that would like to join in with us. Uh, And I was just, you know, what was on my heart to discuss today is fear. There are so many people out there that have allowed the issue of fear to grip them and cause them to shrink back from the things that God has called them to. And I just would like to be a blessing to them today and just to speak out against what the enemy would try to um, influence them with. You know what I'm saying? Um, The enemy can only do what we allow him to do. And I think that's the first place that we need to start. We get so caught up in fear, and as the, the saying goes, the only thing that there is to fear is fear itself. Amen. Okay. Because God said he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. So if we have a sound mind, then we can pass press any type of fear factor that the enemy would try to put on us and hold us back. We encounter so many different issues during the day, on our day-to-day lives, and if we allow it, it can hold us back from the destiny that God has called us to just by being gripped with fear, fear of the unknown, fear of how we're going to be perceived, fear of um, everybody's looking at me, fear of what people have said about me in the past is true, you know, just so many different yes. things. Yes. So I, I I would really like for us to spend the hour today encouraging our listeners to press past the fear and to discredit all the negativity that has been spoken against them over the years. So I'm going to start with you. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to interview you today. How about that? Okay. <laughs> okay. So just looking back over your life, tell me one of the, the greatest fears that you had to overcome into getting to the place where you are right now in God. I think one of my greatest fears, and I'm going to be a little transparent right now, was always feeling like I wasn't good enough. Mm. That's a fear. And that I could never rise up to what I thought was greatness. So Mm. I believe that I allowed a lot of that, of feeling uh, like, you know, like all the generational curses in in my family would come true in my life. So that was some of my greatest fear to stop me from a lot of my dreams, always feeling like I was never good enough. Where do you think that fear stemmed from? Um, I believe it. it people don't realize a lot of times 
your childhood has a lot to do with your present. And that's where you have to learn how to allow to release your childhood. But it was always, I truly believe, mine started with with my mother, you know, um, never feeling like I was good enough to her. So in that aspect, then I transferred that same energy into my life. As my mother, you know, I felt like my mother really didn't want me, you know what I'm saying, because I was with my grandmother. So I always felt like my mother don't want me. So if my mother doesn't want me, then I'm nobody. And that's Mm. what I kept telling myself. So That's deep. That's deep. So in essence, just your perception of yourself was shaped in the fact that you weren't raised with your mom. Exactly. Exactly. Because I felt like, you know, I had um, four, four sisters, and I just felt like with my two sisters being with my mom and one of them was with my grandmother, with me being with so many people in my family, with my with my aunt over here, with my mom some once in a while, my grandmother, and and then you hear what adults are talking about on the phone and passing by. Yep, yep, yep. Don't nobody want her. She just my grandmother used to say she's just from pillar to post. So I adapted mm. that, and that became me. So every everything I did, I kept saying was never good enough. That became a very deep fear of mine. And I kept it, as they say, that became a part of an alabaster box for me. Mm-hmm. That became one of my, what I thought was a treasure, a piece of treasure that I kept and I held on to. So when things didn't work out in my life, that's, of course, that's the first thing I said. I'm not good enough. I should have known. Wow. I should have known. I should have known not to do that because I'm not good enough. That was relationships and all. So when I was younger, mm-hmm. I never went for relationships to where I can be treated like a young lady and valued. I always went for relationships to what I, how I seen my biological father do. He loved beautiful women. He was here and there. So I figured that that's the same thing that I deserved in my life, somebody that was here and there. So that's a little transparency, yeah. but believe it or not, but no, it was but one that's of my good. Fears. You know what? It is, it is awesome that you would be willing to share that based on the fact that I would venture to guess 75% of the people that feel um, that 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 is part of their fear factor stems from the same thing in the same place that yours stem from. It was that pain of rejection, yes. the feeling yes. that, you know, and, and especially for little girls, I, I, you know, yeah. I, I have spoken to so many women, and for you it was your mom, but most little girls have this issue that if my daddy wasn't here, if my father didn't care enough about me to stay here, then I'm not good enough for other men. Right. And so I have That's to exactly just accept right. in my life whatever I get. That's exactly you know, what, right. whatever it is, yes. and and that's 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 so heartbreaking for me. It really, really is. Yes, because it is. so many yes. of our sisters out there are broken and and hurting because they have went from one broke down man to another, feeling yes. like that was all they deserved. All they because deserved. Exactly. of that pain of rejection from being a child, and it's it's you know, I. I look at different situations and circumstances, and I really, really thank God that he gave me the, the how can I put this, the t- tenacity to look at myself in a different manner, even though, you know, I could have taken that on as far as that rejection. My, my biological father rejected me to the point of before I even came out of my mother's womb, I was rejected. So, therefore, he rejected her, he rejected me, and which caused her to put herself into a home for unwed mothers and give me up for adoption. So then I could have taken on a double rejection. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, but yes, I, I yes. and I thank God. I I really really thank God that you know my life was blessed with two people that adopted me, that loved me unconditionally, in spite of. But I do yes. understand that feeling that you know, well, why don't they? Why didn't they love me? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Was I that yes. bad that they couldn't love me? So I can yes. I can see you know why people go through that, and that's one of the the biggest things. Uh, unfortunately, that will hold us from our destiny. That fear of rejection. Yes. Another huge fear is a fear of success, and a lot of times yes. we don't think about that. 
You know, I have people that I know that are brilliant people that have incredible ideas that, you know, would really prepare them into the, propel them to the stratosphere financially with, with recognition and everything else. And they'll get right to that place of it launching and sabotage it. Yes. Yes. And it just, and that's what I did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's like the the relationship. Yes. Fear yes. of success. Yes. See, that's, and, and, and let me say this to you. As this, you know, being molested when I was young and, you know, like I said, again, I'm going to slide over that because I thank God for his deliverance. But just all that and the rejection of feeling from my mother and my grandmother, I would hear her, and I know she loved me, but I would hear her talk about my mom and dad and them all the time about what they weren't doing and for us and, and different things. So all that ciphered. You know what I'm saying? My mom don't really want me. My dad, I don't never see him. You know, because I live with my dad. But my dad told me I was going to my grandmother's house for a weekend. And before I knew it, four years later, I was still staying with my grandmother. So a weekend turned into like three to four years. But let me say this, sis. That's amazing what you just said. I had good relationships in my life. I had um, uh, very two deep times in my life that I could have had someone good in my life. But because I didn't believe in myself, I didn't. I felt like I was just. Um, let me just say, just a destroyed, a damaged product. That I rejected them, and when I rejected them, you know, what I'm trying to say that that sent my life into a tailspin of just abusive men, abusiveness, and and different things. That's amazing when you say it about success, because several times on my journey in life. I remember when I was 20-something years old and I was working in the health club at the Flamingo Hilton, and I remember a guy came in and said, you have the best personality in the world. I can do something. I can show you how to make millions. Oh, my God. He said, I will, here's my, he said this company is just starting up. I'm going to launch it, but I know it's going to turn into a, a million-dollar company. And he handed me a card, and guess what it was? Remax. Mm. Remax. And he's back then. Wow. And he was like, I'll send you to school. I'll pay for you to go. And never forget, I really, I thought, really? You think I could? He was like, you will be the best. But guess what? By that time, I was in a, married in a relationship with a man that was abusive to me. So when I came home to tell him about my joy, you know, the first thing that came out of his mouth is, you couldn't do that. That's not for you. Mm-hmm. That's hard work. See, because I was always told what I couldn't do. Mm-hmm. As a and child, you nobody it. told me what I could do. Mm. And I thought if I just had one person that believed in me, just one, that I could have done great things. But I was the one out of all the siblings because I understand now. You know what I'm trying to say? My mom had us back to back. And my mm. mom was a working single mom. She didn't have time to nurture. It wasn't her fault. She just didn't have the time. So mm. my oldest two sisters were kind of go-getters. You know what I'm trying to say? So they got it. Mm-hmm. So it was me. Mm-hmm. I needed a little bit more nurturing, but that was not around. So mm-hmm. I nurtured myself. And when you nurture yourself, you feed it all the wrong water, all the wrong fertilizer, all the wrong ingredients, and that plant cannot grow. It dies. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. Just, I just want to reiterate our show today is just dealing with the fears that we have to overcome um, to to get to the destiny that God has for us, and and to to relinquish all the negativity that we have encountered over the course of our of our lives, you know. And like you said, no one was there to tell you what you could do. And that's what we want to do today is to stress to our our listeners: Yes, you can. I don't care what anybody yes, says to you. Yes, yes. you can. Yes. I have done my seminars, my Kingdom Empowerment seminars, where I'm I'm teaching people about entrepreneurship and stuff. And I have had people in the middle of the seminar literally break down in tears. Now, this is a business seminar. This is helping you to start your own business. But to have them literally break down in tears because they never believed that they had what it takes to do that. And for the first time, they're hearing, yes, you can do this. You can do this. This is the call of God on your life, and yes, you can do this. So it's just, you know, it really, it's a a very sensitive thing to me to to see um, the flip side. 
of someone just getting just a little bit of encouragement. That's all it takes. If somebody's saying, no, I don't care what you heard in the past. Yes, you are good enough. Tim Bowen has a song um, that I absolutely love the song, um, and it says, I'm good. The name of the song is I'm good. And he says in the song, you're good enough to have that job. You're good enough to raise your children. And most importantly, you're good enough to have your dreams, to live your dreams. Yes, you know, I got chills to just saying that. Yes. It's, yes. it's incredible. It's like yes. uh, we want you to know today you are good enough for that. You did something, Tanya, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kind of put you out there for a minute, but on the day that you got married, <laughs> since I was there, on the day that you got married, and we're driving around, if you can recall, we were a little lost and you were a little discombobulated, <laughs> but I remember you looking at me and you saying to me, this is real. This is really going to happen. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like that that shock. It's like it just really hit you. You're in your wedding dress. We're going to the site for the wedding and everything. And yeah. you had freaked out yeah. at first. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Then you just yeah. you calmed down after I threatened to beat you on your wedding day. That's <laughs> the truth. And that's the truth. <laughs> that's the truth, audience. <laughs> But when you calmed down, it was like the reality hit you that this is really going to happen. It was almost like a shock to you or waking up thinking there's a man, a good man, a decent man who loves you and who is actually about to make you his wife. Just explain explain that, you know, getting to that place of acceptance that, yes, you are good enough to have this. You know, it's just such amazing, and thank you for allowing me just to share this with so many people just to say this. Again, the two strongest emotions right now that is, is acceptance and rejection. And because of my life seemed like it was filled with more rejection than acceptance, even up to the moment, as my sister's telling you, and I didn't even want her to know, I was still saying this is not going to take place. I was still looking for a way to get out. I was still trying to run. I would have been the runaway bride if I could have gotten out of that car. Only because what kept, I kept hearing the enemy kept telling me, this is going to fail too. It's not going to, it's not going to work. You don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't even know what it takes to really truly be a wife. You've been married a couple of times before, but look at that. Look, you know, all these things on my wedding day was going on in my head. Are you sure this man really loves you? Oh, my God. What if this man do the same thing you that he did to the other ones did to you? See, it was all that. It was all that that kept going on in my head. And I promise you, my palms were sweaty, you guys. They'll tell you I, was, I got lost. I got True. discombobulated <laughs> I, on purpose. I think it, it, mentally I mean on purpose because I needed a way to shut it down because that meant commitment to me. And that's what, why I didn't realize what the Lord was showing me all about me getting married. And it was about making a commitment to the Father in heaven. It wasn't mm. as much as my husband because once you can make a commitment to God, then you really can make a commitment to anything. But I didn't know I had ran for so long. You know what I'm saying, sis? I apologize. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. What was you, you know, no, I'm listening Just to running you. for so long. Yeah, it's just running. I've been running for so long. You know, when I, when I came out of the church and I just, I, I, I was hurt from so many different angles in my life that when I backslid and I ran, I kept running. And I didn't think I was ever going to stop running until the Lord put a brick wall, made me hit it and fall back, and I had to look up. But then he blessed me and gave me a second chance. So I couldn't understand how come of all I did, and my mother rejected me and my father. And what people don't know this is, I truly believe God had rejected me. If my mother can reject me, I used to pray, and my father can reject me, why do you love me? Why do you keep letting me live? Why do you even keep letting me breathe? Why when I want to let go? I don't want to do this anymore. I don't see a purpose. Let me go, I used to tell the Lord. Let me go. Don't let me turn out like this. Don't let me not make an impact in life. Don't let me not. And right now, as far as I'm looking at my life, Lord, it's a dead end. Let me go. See, when you're rejected from your parents or the people you love, or maybe it's a marriage or relationship, what you don't know is God doesn't reject you. 
But we seem to believe that because that's what the enemy comes and tells us. So that's, you, people don't realize it, but that fear, again, I said last week on the show, fear is false evidence of things appearing real. That's mm-hmm. the only best weapon that the enemy can throw at us. That fear right then of rejection, not good enough, somebody going, you're going through a divorce, you've been married for years, and then you think, how could this be? How All these years, what do you mean he want another woman? Hmm. Then you start looking at yourself. Maybe if I hadn't gained them 10 pounds or maybe if I, oh, my God, what did I say? Maybe if I didn't say that at that time or maybe if I would have done this. But it's nothing that you've done. It just is. It's just life. Amen. We we have to learn to get over people. Um, and I'm a, I'm a strong Powerful proponent statement. of that. I am such a Powerful strong statement. proponent of that. You have to learn to get over people. And what I mean by that is you are not going to please everybody. People are not always going to treat you the way they should. We are no. looking for too much validation in people who are flawed. Okay, because there is not a human being on the planet that is without flaws. Amen. Even the word of God stressed that there is none righteous, no, not one. (laughs) Okay. Amen. Seriously. We have to get to a place when when we have to get over people. We are commanded to love them. We are commanded to show love toward them, but we, but it should have no bearing on what we're receiving from them. We are big on um, giving back to people what they give to us, and God is not like that, and the kingdom of God does not operate like that. So we have to do a shifting within inside of ourselves to first, first and foremost to see ourselves as God sees us. That's the first yes. thing you have to do. Yes, and then to see yes. others as God sees them. Once you yes. see yourself as God sees you, then you'll recognize and realize your value and your beauty. Yes. It goes yes. so beyond superficial. It goes yes, beyond it the false eyelashes. It goes beyond the makeup. Yes. It goes beyond, yes. beyond, you know, the little pasties you done put in your bra. It goes beyond all of that. No, you're telling okay? the truth. You're telling the truth. Yes. Serious. You know, if yes. you, how many times have you met somebody that was just truly beautiful inside and you didn't even see the outward appearance of them you, you, because it was just something about them that just radiated, just a glow. It's yes. just a glow yes. because they have recognized who they are in God. I say this all the time. People will look at me and there are times that they may even think I'm conceited and I'm so far from it. Because I know me. I know my flaws. I know the depth of who I am. But my confidence is in God, in who I am. My confidence is in what he has said I am and who he said I have the right and the ability to be. Amen. And we have to get to that place where it's, it's daddy, you said in your word that I have been fearfully and wonderfully made. I've been yep. created in, in your image and in your likeness. Yes. So what other people think about me is not on the top of my list. I would hope that I could have an impact in people's lives to the good. I would hope that my presence, even being on the scene, would be that of, of light um, and, and of, of peace and serenity. Yep. But however Amen. you me is inconsequential to me as long as I know that I am doing what my father called me to do. As long as I know that I'm treating you with the unconditional love he has placed within me. And I'm going to be honest here, sometimes I struggle with that because sometimes I can look inside somebody's head and say, you know what, I can see you and don't see you and keep stepping. She sure can do it, y'all. She sure can do it. (laughs) (laughs) But but I have to, I have to, and plus me, and trust me, he has a way of pulling me right on down, too. But yes, I have does. to recognize and understand, mm-hmm. Daddy, you love me in spite of me, in yes. spite of me. So yes. I have yes. to pay it forward, as they say, and love others in spite of themselves. Amen. Even though Amen. sometimes it's a struggle. I know we have all got people in our lives even today that sometimes it's a struggle to love them. I, I yes, just be honest. Let's be honest. But when you reflect and you look back on the love that God has for you, 
and you and you are honest enough to recognize who you are, Amen. Then it, all of that is is cast aside. It is all Amen. cast aside, and it's like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, for me, it'll make me start apologizing to the Lord. Like, okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Amen. It's, Amen. It's Let me the truth. get this straight. Let me get this straight. So it, I, I just want to speak to the hearts and the spirits of those of you that are out there and that are listening, you know, that you have great value. You have great worth. Stop allowing the fear to grip you. I, I have a story for you. And I was thinking about this on my way to work this morning. And I was actually, I was thinking about it in reference to um, my prayer conference that's coming up because it was, it was just really dealing with the power of knowing the Word of God and praying the Word of God. But it, it goes, as we're talking that today, it goes with not allowing the enemy to grip you with fear. And it popped back in my spirit, Tanya, when you were sharing the fears that the enemy was trying to place on you on your wedding day, which for yeah. a woman that's supposed to be one of the most beautifulest days of our lives aside yeah. from giving birth to our children. Yeah, yeah. The enemy will come to you. Please hear me. The enemy will come to you and will plague your mind with thoughts if you allow it. Yeah. As we said at the beginning of the show, the enemy can only do to you what you allow him to do to you. And you yes. have to get yourself in a place in the presence of God where only thing that matters to you is what has God said. Yes. I don't care what those around you have said. I don't care what your husband, your wife, even your children, maybe even your pastor. I don't care what any of them have said. I don't care about the great prophecies. I don't care about the gloom and dooms. I don't care about any of that. You've got to get your place in the presence of God that you're so connected with him that the only Amen. voice you're going to believe, because you'll hear other voices, but the There's only many voice voices. you're going to believe yep. is his yep. voice. Amen. And his word Amen. says his sheep knows his voice. Amen. Okay. So we got to get Amen. to that place where we know what God has said about us. This was many yeah. years ago. I was living in Florida, and my sister can bear witness to this because she had to come get me. But I'm going <laughs> down. Um, I'm going down a road. It's called the Sawgrass Expressway in Florida. It's a highway. All right, and I'm going down this highway, and I promise you, I heard Satan crystal clear tell me I'm going to kill you on this road today. Now I could have let fear grip me. And shrunk and shook, you know what I'm saying, and probably yep. would have lost my life that day. Yeah. But again, you get to that place when you only hear the voice of God, you only believe the voice of God. And I began to, be, to rebuke the devil and say, the devil is a lie, just like that. I didn't even speak directly to him. I just said, the devil is a lie. So I will live and not die, and I will declare the wondrous works of the Lord. With long life, have, will you satisfy me, God? And I just begin to speak to the Father. I completely shut the devil out, begin to speak to the Father, begin to, to decree and declare what his word had said about me, and then I just went into to, to spiritual warfare. I just began praying in tongues. It wasn't, you know, I'm still driving down the road, okay? Just began to start, yeah. you know, praying in tongues and what have you. I promise you, five minutes later, I had a blowout on the freeway. And when yeah. my tire blew out, there's this huge medium in between the ongoing traffic. When my tire blew out, my car veered and went to that medium and was crossing the medium and was headed into the ongoing traffic. Yep. If I tell you my car stopped on a dime right before it would enter the ongoing traffic, please believe me. It please That's believe me. Story. Okay? I'm telling you, there. you've got to learn not to allow the words of the enemy to grip you with fear. Okay? Amen. Literally, when the, the highway patrol came and he said, he looked at me because there was somebody behind me and they, 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 I guess they pulled over and they ran to the car. I was like, get out the car because it's smoking. But it really wasn't smoking. It was the, the ground, the dirt that was 
um, from the tire of me trying to stop on the brakes <laughs> coming across the medium. But anyway, the highway patrolman got there, and he said, all I want are the lotto ticket numbers for today because, lady, okay, you are supposed to be dead. That's just what he said. Because yeah. for my car yeah. to stop. And y'all know I drive fast. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but you know I'm a fast driver, so I'm going about 85 miles an hour when I had this blowout and went to the to the medium. And I promise you, my car stopped right there. You cannot tell me that it was it was not the hand of God on my life and me directing my my thoughts to Him. And what he had yep. said about me, and not allowing fear to grip me. Now that would, in itself, to me, is an awesome testimony that God saved me that day. But that's not the end of the testimony, and I love the second half of the testimony because it really blows my mind. I called my sister Tanya and my daughter, and they came. The, the highway patrolman stopped the ongoing traffic so I could go across the road and park on the shoulder, and I called them to come and to um, to try to help me change my tire. I had a Jaguar then, and so it's a pretty heavy car, and they came to try to help me change the tire. Now, understand, my sister Tanya was about eight months pregnant, so she big as I'll get out, okay, and my daughter. <laughs> there we are on the side of the road trying to change this tire, these three women, right, one pregnant, trying to change these tires, and the lug nuts were stuck. Do you remember this now? The yes. lug nuts yes. were stuck. We were like standing on it trying to get the, the um, tire change, whatever you call that thing, to turn and what have you. We couldn't. So I walked to the side and I said, God, we need an angel. About two minutes later, sure this white van pulls up and it was full of Latins. I don't know if they were from Cuba, Puerto Rico, or what, but they were Latinos. Okay. okay. They pulled <laughs> over, they got out. They got out. They went to help us take the tire off. They helped us take the tire off, got the spare out of the trunk, and the spare was flat. Please tell me how they happened, just so happened, to have an air compressor in their truck, in their van, yep, to pump sure up did. the tire. Had an sure air did. compressor, pumped up the tire, put the tire in. I went to give them some money, and the gentleman didn't even hardly speak English, but he said this to me. He said, no, no, I can't take that. God sent me. He sure did. Those were his words. He sure words. did, John. That, to me, that, that, Ooh, that's just testimony. You just gave me chills. <laughs> you gave me chills. Because it happened, everybody. It did. Okay. It happened. I mean, and you're, you're my witness because you were there. Okay. I'm serious. I'm trying to get you to understand. You've got to focus in on what has God said about you. Had I focused in on Satan and him telling me I was going to die that day on that freeway, I probably wouldn't be speaking to you today. But you've got to get to that place where you shut the enemy out, and it's just about you and God. Like I said, I didn't even say, devil, you are a lie. I said, the devil is a lie. God, this is what you have said about me. Yep. You were going to satisfy me with long life. I was going yes. to live and not die, and I was going to decree the wondrous works of the Lord, which I'm doing even today. I'm still yes. decreeing it. Okay? Yes. Get to that yes. place in your life where fear will not take you over. Fear will not, allow, will not tell you who and what you are or what you can do. You will not yep. allow the mouthpiece of the enemy you have people that love you, that truly love you, but they can still be used as the enemy's mouthpiece at times. Just like, Tanya, when you came home and you were excited about Remax and your husband said to you, you can't do that. That's a mouthpiece yes. of the devil. Yes, it was. Seriously. We recognize, you yes, know, it you, was. Even, like I said, you can have people that love you and still be used of the enemy. Okay. Seriously, Amen. so you recognize what you're hearing, and if it does not bear witness to the Word of God and what He said about you, then you're going to have to kick your voices to the side. And all of those that said what you could not do is a liar. I'm decreeing it today. Every voice mm -hmm. that you have ever heard in your life that said you can't, you can't Amen. succeed. 
You will be nothing. You're just like your no good daddy. You're going to be no good. Whatever it was that they said about you. Or maybe they didn't say anything about you. They just weren't there for you. So you grew up with that fear of rejection just like Tanya did. It wasn't a matter that her mom said she didn't want her. It was just she wasn't there. Right. Your father wasn't there. So because you put me over here, I don't know if you love me or not, but I feel rejected. Right. So I feel that I am not good enough to have what it is that God has said is mine. Exactly. Today, exactly. today, as you're listening to this broadcast, rather you're listening live or you've tuned into the archives, today we draw the line in the sand. My in the name and of I Jesus. come in agreement on your behalf. In the name of Jesus. And we decree and declare that God has in not given you Jesus. the spirit of fear, but he has given you the power of a sound mind, the power of loving yourself. The Amen. power of knowing that you were fearfully and wonderfully made in his image and in his likeness. And yes. all that he decreed and declared for you is so. In the name of Jesus. It is so. In Jesus' come name, it is every so. Every foul and unclean spirit that has plagued your life up until this moment. We decree them to be rendered null and void and of no effect henceforth. You will go forth with power. You will go forth with might. You will have the wisdom of God. And in that wisdom, you will get understanding. And you will proceed with what he's called you to. Do you not recognize and realize that you were created with purpose? It's not that you got to find your purpose. It's in you. When he, when he, being the spirit of the living God, when Yahweh fought you into existence before your mother yes, and your father laid down, when he fought you into Jesus. existence, he thought of you because there was a situation that he needed to have taken care of, and he created you to do that. For that purpose. Amen. For that purpose. Yes. So do you have value? You have great value. You have the value of God within you. The fact that he created you to take care of the situation at hand gives you great value. Yes. So no yes. longer, yes. no longer will you walk in condemnation or guilt or shame because of what your life was in the past. The past is just that. It has passed away. Amen. And we're moving forward. We're moving Amen. forward. We all have testimonies. You've heard us share our testimonies over the weeks. We all have testimonies of what our past looked like. But that was just it. That was the past. I thank and praise Amen. God that his mercies are new every single day. Amen. I had thoughts yesterday that I shouldn't have had. That, but guess what? Lord, I thank you. I repent because that was yesterday. And today, I am your vessel. Today, I am a mighty woman of God. Today, I have power. I have power in you to decree the very things that I'm decreeing right this moment over the lives of your children. Amen. You got to get to that place, people. You got to get to that place. And that's our prayer for you today, that you would get there and you would walk in this. No longer, no longer will you be held back by what the enemy is trying to reap on you. It's it's not going to happen. If he said you were dying, he is a liar. If he said that you cannot succeed, he is a liar. If he said, hallelujah, that, that witty invention that God has given you would never work, he is a liar. He's the author and the father of all lies. So we're decreeing here and now that 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 God has placed in you is springing forth. It's springing forth. And, and, and Tanya, this has no bearing on age. No, it doesn't. This has no, no bearing on age. No, it doesn't. And, you know? and, you know, and I'm here to say that. For the first time in my life, I can honestly say I didn't think that when I got in my 50s, I just had just given up, tied the knot, and just said it's not possible for my dreams to come true. And it's just amazing what you were saying. And 
and I hope that the listeners can grasp it. But I have to tell you this, just like as um, Elder Colette was saying to everybody, you have to get time with God. This is how you find out. You have to give him time. And it's the only way. You've got to get in a quiet place. You have to, if it's in the middle of your bed, if it's in the bathroom, if it's in the shower, if it's in your car, because I've done all those right there. If it's walking in a park, whatever you have to do, you have to get time with God. And you have to cry it out and get it out and let him know all about it. Pour it all out because his shoulders is so, his greatness is so great that he can handle it all. And it takes time because it took time to fill that cup up. It's going to take time mm-hmm. to, to pour it out. But I promise you with Christ, the time of pouring it out is not as the length of time as filling it up. Because just like Elder said, you got to, so how do you know that he loves you? That word tells you that he loves you, that he cares for you. Cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. Those are scriptures that you have to constantly tell yourself all the time. I still do. I thank God for such a wonderful husband, but don't think the enemy was really going to stop there. So it's like every morning that I wake up, I decree a new decree. This Mm. is the day that the Lord has gave. I shall be glad and rejoice in it. Promise you a person that's fought depression, a person that tried to kill themselves many a times, that is me. But I'm here to tell you, so I'm not telling you something that I think. I'm telling you something I know, that it's a constant wager in a war that you're going to battle because the enemy don't want to give up because of your greatness. So you Mm. have to tell yourself constantly all the time, I know, I woke up this morning, I was feeling a sort of kind of way. I had to say, "Uh uh-uh, hold up a minute. You said this is the day that you have made. I have to be glad and rejoice in it. Thank you for letting me see another day. It's up to you if you want to accept to be downtrodden or to be depressed. It's really a choice. See, the enemy don't want to tell you that, but what the enemy don't want to tell you is that what he's taken away from you is your time. If he can take your time away, he can take your talents and everything away from you with your time. You don't have time. So it's time now to get up. Wake up. Talita, Talita, call me. Wake up. You woman that have been dead, have been asleep, wake up. The time is of the essence of now. Wake up. We serve a mighty God of deliverance. Wake up. We serve a God that can cast out all depression, anger, strife, and envy, rejection, molestation, yeah. rape, whatever yeah. it is. I've experienced all of them. But I'm not here. It's just bring out, blow out some smoke just to tell you anything. I'm here from my heart to say we serve a God that can. Mm-hmm. He said he would not withhold no good thing from him that he could ask of him. Then ask. Because old time religious tell us we weren't allowed to ask. Mm-hmm. But we can ask. Yes. And it shall be given. Amen? Yes. Amen. Awesome word, awesome word. Can you speak to to the the young person, that teenager, um, that may be walking in that spirit of rejection right now? Um, speak to them. You know what? I'm just I'm here to tell you right now because even as a teenager, I I felt rejected um, a lot, and that doesn't mean go out and reach for anything to make you feel good. I'm just here to tell you that even as a teenager with the peer pressure that's going on in the world, it's a lot. And I pray every day as I'm praying, and an elder and all of us, we pray for your strength as you have to stand in these times right now. But there's nothing wrong with knowing Christ even at a young age and let him take you and make you into the greatness that he created you to be. Don't give up your life because of something, a relationship, a rejection, or maybe you went to school and that didn't work out, or maybe you try, try again, as they said. At first you don't succeed. Try, try again. The only thing about failure is when you don't try again. I'm here to tell you that I've fallen down many a times. I remember one time I used to, at my church, Bethany in Vegas, every time pastor would call, altar call, I was running down there. And then one day my sister came to me and said, look, she started laughing. Really, how many times are you going to keep running down there? I said, I'm going to keep running down there until I get it right. 
See, that's what people don't realize. Seven times 70? You can fall down, get back up. It's not how you fall down. It's how fast it takes you to get back up. Mm. You're going to make mistakes, and you're going to say things you don't mean, and you're going to act in a such a way sometimes. But guess what? That's what this time is about. It's correcting what, what, what you've done, allowing God to correct it, and allowing God to make you every day that you live in. Take one day at a time. I'm here to tell you. See, that scripture in the Word says for a reason. Live each day as it is your first, for tomorrow is not promised to you. See, I'm not saying live life, oh, my God, I might not live tomorrow. I'm not saying that. But if you knew what that scripture says about how precious life is, then you wouldn't waste your time today feeling down. Oh, that, that, that relationship, that man did well, you need to send him a thank you card, ladies. If hmm. a man rejects okay. you, say, say, go to the dollar store. Don't even go to Walmart because cars cost too much. Go to the dollar store and get him to throw back Walmart. And say thank you. Thank you so much for leaving me. Because right now I may be crying, but I'm sure down the road I'm going to know better. Men, you got to do the same thing. Because I told mm. me and D was talking one day, and our host D, I'm going to shout out to him. D, sometimes people look better going than they do coming. See, I didn't understand. Hey. I had to know what that meant. And see, some of you out there need to know that. Some of you need to know that when you get with God, he'll give you the spirit to make better choices in relationships. He'll give you the spirit to make better choices with your finances. Everything you need is in the word of God. Everything, finances, relationships, depression, suppression, anger, resentment, rejection, acceptance, everything you need to know about is in the word of God. That is an instructional manual that God has given us on earth to get us to heaven. But you got to pick it up. You got to want to pick it up. You got to want to read it for yourself. Study it for yourself. Know God for yourself. Because one thing I know is when Elder Corlett and I, we got saved around the same time. Mm-hmm. I took a different direction, and she went straight. And I went left, right, sideways, around the corner. <laughs> but guess what? She still brought me back. Amen. See, the race is not won by the swift, but he that endures to the end. And yeah. you cannot endure without God in your life. Amen. I'm sorry, you need to talk that down. Oh, no, that was good. That was good. Amen. You know, like I said, our our primary focus today is to encourage you to be the very, very best you you can be. Don't try to be anybody else but you. I promise you there is no one on the face of the planet that can beat me being Quilette Yvonne Sparks James. Not a person out there can beat me doing it. Okay? Amen. Amen. Not one out there. Okay, because this is who God created me to be. Amen. I'm different. I'm not yes. supposed to be just like you. You know, right. I, I mean, we we all we may see similarities in our lives, but you should never see someone that's a cookie cutter person of you, a replica of you. That shouldn't be. And like, don't try to make your children cookie cutter examples of you. They Amen. were created in Amen. their own uniqueness. So don't Amen. be afraid Amen. to be who you are. That's what I'm trying Amen. to say. Don't be afraid to be unique in your own right because you were created with uniqueness. Amen. You know, Amen. you were created to stand up. How is it that God has called us to be light in a dark world and you think you're not going to stand out? Amen. You're not That's always right going to be accepted. That's deep you're food. not always going to be believe that you're gonna stand out. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You know, especially for the youth, you know, they're they're so busy trying to fit in. They're so consumed with being accepted and being popular. You're not always going to be popular. You're not always going to be accepted. You're going to be 80% of the time misunderstood. I'm here to tell you. Amen. Amen. Even from your Um, peers, expect it. Amen. You got to understand something, too. Grandma, my grandmother used to say this. I remember she told my dad something one time. He brought this woman home. Ooh, he was so proud. And he was like, what you think, Mama? What you think? And she looked upside that woman's head, and she said to my daddy, everything that glitter ain't gold. Mm. And sometimes too much sugar for a nickel ain't good for nobody. Wow. I need y'all to think about what I just said out there. Because wow. see, my 14-year-old went through the same thing. 
when she thought people at her class and stuff was girls was dressing better than her, and you know because they had weeds down to their butts, and hey mama let them wear, and it's all right. Well, I'm you got the wrong mama. Because what I'm trying to teach you is if you can accept that your hair is short and think that you're beautiful that way, then you can accept putting weave on your hair. But, see, you can't accept putting lashes and weave on. See, ladies, I'm here to tell you right now. See, you can dress yourself up and go and buy the most expensive outfits and get your lashes, your nails, and your hair done. But all you're doing is dressing up a mess. So you need to start mm. from the inside out, and that means yes. purify, allow God to purify and clarify the mind because your, your head, your brain is your crown because if your crown is tilted and ain't right and ain't shining, then the rest of your kingdom ain't going to be right neither. See, that's why you got to be careful when you're looking at men out there and they're looking all delicious and everything. You're going to be getting a hold of a mess. See, that's why it takes mm. time, a relationship, to sit down and really hear what, what's going on with people. Because I heard a man say this. If you listen to a man's words, you can tell what's on his mind. And if he always mm. constantly spearing out some craziness, then if I were you ladies, I would run the other way. As a matter of fact, mm. if I couldn't run fast enough, I'd probably grab a bike or some roller skates and get as far away from this mess possible. And me and the same mm. as ladies. Because what we got to realize is, ladies and men, we can't sit there and look and reach for somebody else to validate us and make us right. Because it ain't going to never work out. Because they'll never live up to the expectations of what you really believe that you are. So if you already believe it, know it, but it ain't working out on your behalf, then get with God so he can structure it, make it, build it up, and put it on the right foundation. And then that Mm. way you can truly begin to see what God is doing in your life. I had to do it. So I know if I had to do it, then I know you're going to have to do it. I can't believe that God is going to take me through something and don't take y'all through something. See, that's what it is. We try to, I see, I try to avoid it. My life always wanted it to be easy. If it was an easy button, I would have pressed it all the way through life. <laughs> My biggest fear was when something got hard, I was taking off running. If I try to unscrew a bottle and it didn't open, well, what the heck, I'll go get something else to drink. See, that was the kind of person I was. But my grandmama said this, and I'm going to end it on that. Baby, you either do it now and go through it, or you're going to deal with it later in your life. And you really don't want to deal with it later. So I tell people this all the time. Take all the hardest courses in school first. Oh, conquer them, and the easy ones won't be nothing. Amen. Amen. That's real. That's real. That's real. It's not easy. You know, our journey in life, life is not easy, you know, and don't let nobody lie to you. Don't even let nobody pump you up with once you get saved, it's all good. Hey. (laughs) Amen. It is. It is all good. It's not all easy. (laughs) It ain't all easy. But it's definitely not all It ain't all easy. Amen. So you have to recognize and understand that anything worth having is worth taking a stand for it. So, therefore, you are worth having. You are worth having in someone's life. Amen. Take a stand for you today. Take a stand you for you today. Amen. I'm not telling you to go out and buy self-help books because we're going to deal with self-mastery versus self-help next weekend. I'm not telling you to get egotistical in what you're doing. What I am saying to you is recognize the value that God has placed in you. Amen. Amen. And Amen. Kick the naysayers to the side. Seriously. Amen. You know, naysayers. what their opinion is, if it does not allow align with what God's opinion is, kick their opinion to the side. Kick their opinion Amen. to the side. And hear God, because I promise you, once you succeed, then they're going to be right there. They're going to be your biggest cheerleaders because they want something. Amen. The same ones that said you can't and you won't will be the same ones that, oh, yeah, they're cheering you on now because they want something. Amen. Be who God created you to be. Tap into that inner being, that inner spirit that God placed within your mortal flesh, because that's who you really are. Tap into that, allow God to pull that out of you and use you to his glory because that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. I had fun today, Tam. I did, too. I truly did. And I truly believe in my spirit that someone out there has been helped and someone out there has truly allowed to, to savor what we're saying. The word of God said, taste and see. 
that the Lord is good, mm-hmm. and yeah. he is that good. Yes, he is. If we've got about five minutes left in the show, if anybody wants to call in um, or share, i got some people on the line. If you want to share anything or have any questions or whatever, all you have to do is push one. If you're on uh, online and you want to call in, the phone number is 657 383 one two eight three again that's six five seven three eight three one two eight three and we would love to hear your feedback or any comments or questions or what have you you may have we say this all the time that this show is an interactive show so we welcome your feedback we welcome you to be a part of the show um all right i have a caller your area code is seven two five you are now live Hello, how are you today, ladies? We are awesome. How are you? I'm good. I just really want you to know I really appreciate this whole radio talk show episode that you did today. It really has touched my soul, and it really has given me understanding about my life and the perspective that I've had throughout these years and how um, I'm able to let go and let go with understanding. With Amen. things in my life, and I truly appreciate it. You really helped me today, and I thank you. And God is Amen. 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 Well, that's what it's all about. That that is the call of the Lord on our life for this particular medium is to to speak into the lives of His children. You know, so the fact that it has touched you and gave you perspective, then that means we're doing what God called us to do. So Amen. We're grateful. Amen. We are grateful. Can we pray with you? Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Father God, we just lift our sister up right now, and we just thank you for the miraculous at work within her heart right this moment within her spirit, within her mind, oh God. We're just decreeing and declaring a transformation, Father God. From wherever she's been, she is being transformed and transported into your presence and into what you have created her to be. We give you the praise, the glory, and honor, Father, that she will never look back but she will be propelled forward, O oh God, to the things that you have called her to, to the things that you created her for, Lord God. You have decreed and declared greatness in each and every one of us. So we're decreeing that she will tap into the greatness that you have placed within her today, O oh Lord God, and allow you to use her for your glory. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. We come against every negative word that has ever been spoken against her, O oh Lord God. We come against yes. every negative thought that she's ever had for herself, O oh God. And we decree and declare, Father, that going forth, there will be nothing but joy, happiness, and success alive in her life, and we give you praise. Yes, Thank Lord. you for it, O oh Lord God. We decree it to be so in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. We decree it yes, is Lord. so. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I love you, God. We love you, We too. love you, too. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for being a blessing Amen. to us. Have awesome. a nice day. Awesome. You, too. you, too. God bless. Amen. So is there anybody else that, that would like to call in or share or what have you? We got one minute left. <laughs> if there's anybody else. Okay, I don't see any other hands. So, Tanya, I'm going to let you say your goodbyes. I just want to tell everybody and the caller and the listeners that I love you. I thank you again for just listening to the show and just allowing me to be transparent in what God has instilled within me. I thank you guys, and please, please know God is always with you, and be blessed. Amen, amen. I want to encourage you all, please tune in next week. We have an incredible show for you. Our spiritual father, Pastor Deontay C. Atkinson, will be on the show with us next week, and he will be sharing the difference between self-mastery and self-help. Okay, so we're we're engaging on all of us becoming the very best we can be in the Lord. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that show next week will bless you 
and propel you even further on the path that God has called you to. We're believing that our co-host, um, Brother DL, will be back with us on next week, and we're lifting him up. He had some personal issues he was attending to today, but we know all is well. All is Amen. well. So to you, my sister, I love you much. I love you, beautiful. And I will get with you again next week. You guys have a blessed one. Be blessed. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's keep it real.